both have white shoes on. Happy Bastille Day. Okay, here we go. Hello. Hi, everybody. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. If you are listening to this, we are recording this on Saturday, July 14th at the Wonderland Ballroom in Washington, D.C., and we are here to celebrate Bastille Day. Give it up for Bastille Day, everybody. On stage with me, the disembodied voice you hear on the microphone is D. Ahmed. For the people in the room, they just heard D performing. For the listener at home, you have no idea why D is on stage, and we're going to talk about that. Number one, All D, right. we're both wearing white shoes. Yeah. Why nice. did you decide to wear white shoes? Honestly, only clear pair that I had today. I just found them, and I was like, you know what? It's a white shoes day. I don't care. How many white shoes days are there in your usual life? So far, it's about three or four days in a row. So. Wow, that's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, You're having a fun you. white July. Yeah. A little bit. Speaking of a white July, we just found out something about D. Ahmed and the final joke that he did in the warm-up. What is that, D? Oh, is that I, did, I actually was catfished by a girl and found out that she voted for Trump. Okay. There's two things going on in this sentence that are confusing to me. Number one, yeah. how were you catfished? Well, it is politically catfished. She uh, held a lot of opinions about uh, politics to herself. She didn't say much about it. It was very confusing to me. And then sooner or later, she just kind of broke and told me, I voted for Trump, and then I said, this is awkward, you, you, I'm gonna leave now. And ha, have you seen her since? Yes, yes. So you're still dating? No, no, okay. no, no. She just knows where I'm usually gonna be, and she likes to see if she can rekindle things. Uh-uh. Okay, why do you feel like you were catfished and not you were dating someone, and this is how dating works? Well, that's the thing, like, That's a great question. Uh, I personally felt like I was being catfished because I didn't know that she was. Uh, it's not that she was a Republican or anything. She's just, I didn't know, man. It was just a confusing time in my life. As soon as I heard that Hold she on, stop. Confusing time in your life, it's been in the last few months. Yes. Okay, this is not like the past. This is the present. No, no, no. So you're no. living in a confusing era. Yes. As opposed to no one else in this room or listening at home. Everyone knows exactly what they're doing. This is Everyone knows exactly who they're supposed to be with. No one's questioning anything. Hey, I don't know everyone else's life. I it, don't know where they stand. You're just like her is what I'm saying. What I'm going to do today <laughs> is Chuck Woolery this situation. That's okay. for the people that are over 35. Okay. And for the people under 35, I'm going to Andy Cohen this situation on The Love Connection, which has recently been rebooted. Here we go. All right. Let's take away the politics. Okay. Did you like this person? Eh. Yeah. What made you the high-pitched part of the yeah, and what made you the low-pitched part of the yeah? The high pitch was uh, very fun conversations. Great. But they were always not about politics in any shape, way, or form. Okay. Did you find each other attractive? Uh, she found me attractive. I can't say that I found her attractive after finding out that she voted for Trump. Stop. Okay. Cool. Just okay, it was a lie. She was really hot. Okay. So there we go. So you found this person physically attractive. Yes. And then you found out the way she voted. Yeah. Did you guys talk about how you voted in 2016 and or 2012 and or 2008? I don't know if you're how old you are. No, that was the worst part. After she told me that she voted for Trump, I kind of just paused and looked at her and she's like, but I voted for Obama too. And I was like, that doesn't help. That doesn't cancel it out. My like, guess is this is not a person of color. No, no, no. For the she listener at home, D, how do you identify? I'm black as fuck. Okay, so to me, so far, match made in heaven. Yeah, yeah, so far, so not really. Okay, so you find out that this person 
uh, prefers the stylings of WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump, and yeah. you say, even though you are, even though you are a wrestling fan, even though you recently participated in a three-man New Day costume at a recent WWE pay-per-view, yeah, it was Hell in a Cell in Boston. There at you the go. Garden, yeah. You know, one of the not racist places, Boston. <laughs> Believe me, wearing spa wearing spandex around Boston in, in like October, even though it was Halloween, still got a hell of a lot of fucking heckles from random people. And they were not nice ones either. Well, most random people don't see three African-American <laughs> gentlemen dressed up in neon clothes yelling, it's a new day. Yes, it is. Yeah. But they <laughs> saw, and then you're holding big belts. Yeah, championship belts, man. We were the tag team champs of the world. I don't disagree. It's the free bird rule, which okay. brings us back to dating this woman. Okay. okay. Are the new day the greatest tag team of the modern era? Absolutely. I completely agree with you. What is the rule that lets them wrestle? Uh, the free bird the rule? The free bird rule. Okay, let's give some uh, history to everyone in the room because no one else besides D and I gives a shit about any of this nonsense. Number one, the New Day is a tag team, but though, except the guy in the Lucifer catcher because him and I are cool Satanist bros. I get it, same page, agreed. <laughs> How are your feelings about Alistair Black? We'll talk about this after the show <laughs> because you're the only one I can talk to in this room about Alistair. Oh, Back to D. Yeah, it's a great entrance. Are you watching NXT? Oh, that's the only one. No, no, no one cares. Now. Back to, I, and I'm not saying, like, I don't care. I no. care. No, I understand. No one else does. Got it. It's that's private us. conversation. It's not for us. It's okay. For, this is for them now. Okay. Now, cool. I'm not saying who you should or shouldn't date, but yeah. I am saying we could take this and use this to our advantage. And by saying our advantage, I mean you as a performer and me as your friend. Here we go. Got it. The New Day are a tag team. Tag team usually think of two people. Well, the New Day is actually a tag team made up of three people. Now, how is this possible? How is it okay for a tag team, something inherently for two people? How is that allowed in wrestling? Well, dear listener, dear person in the room, the reason why is because there was this group out of Texas called the Fabulous Freebirds, and they mm -hmm. had the Freebird rule, which means you could have three people or more in a tag team, but for any given wrestling match, you could only have two wrestle at a time. That's the Freebird rule. Mm -hmm. Without the Freebirds, we don't have the New Day. A tag team that we agree is the greatest tag team in the modern, modern era. era. Okay, here we go. What did the Freebirds dress in? Confederate gear. It was not bird costumes. Now, you might, you might have been thinking that the Freebirds dressed like the Eagles in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because, you know, Freebirds, Eagles, tag teams, also the Freebird role. See where I'm going with this? Now, the Freebirds were horrible racists, and that's why some of them lost their legs. This is not a joke. One of them lost their leg and continued to wrestle with a prosthetic leg with a boot over it. No one knew until he died. All of them had horrible, horrible drug addictions. That is not necessarily like a Southern thing or a racist thing, but it doesn't help you heal, is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> it, they really just died on the road like most every wrestler does because living on the road is a hard thing. There's been many a song about that. I don't know if you guys have heard that. Okay, so the Freebirds, horrible racist. I think we could agree on this, but yeah. an amazing tag team, which led to the greatest current tag team in the world, the New Day. They are so popular, this is not a joke, that they have their own cereal, and that cereal is available at Hot Topic and cool grocery stores. Mm. <laughs> Yep. But in addition to that, this cereal is so popular, uh, the WWE is currently suing a different food manufacturer for ripping off a similar version of Bootios. By and the way, Bootios is Budios. the name of the cereal that the New Day has. It's amazing. It is amazing. They are so popular that they have a children's book out in the last few months. You don't really? know this because you're an adult. No, I did not they know that. They have a children's book. That's how popular they are. They are so popular within that children's book 
There is two pages dedicated to Xavier Woods, not his real name, formerly known as Austin Creed, not his real name. His hairstyles. There are two pages dedicated to Austin Creed's hairstyles, one of which they refer to as the Michelle Obama. <laughs> because it's a, it's a beautiful Bob ironed flippy thing. I don't know if I'm using the terms correctly, but it's gorgeous. Xavier Woods did an amazing job with a hairstyle he likes to call the Michelle, the Michelle Obama. Obama. They put over, which means they say nice things about Michelle Obama. Mm -hmm. How does this relate back to Dee and his relationship? Well! We're not dating well, Hold on! <laughs> All right. All right. If Vince McMahon and Linda McMahon did not give Trump $5 million when he needed it most last August, sorry, two Augusts ago, August 2016, the Trump campaign might have been in debt and just stopped. Trump is a WWE Hall of Famer. When Trump participated in WrestleMania 23, they didn't pay Donald Trump, they gave money to the Trump Foundation, something currently being investigated because it's kind of fibs. So, mm -hmm. The New Day exists in this world with Donald Trump. D exists in this world with this woman who apparently thinks, D doesn't understand what catfishing means, but he dated this woman. Now, what I'm saying is you could New Day this fabulous free bird and make the greatest future tag team in the world. <laughs> and then you could induct your future offspring into the WWE Hall of Fame, a place that does not have a brick and mortar location because it's all a fucking carny bullshit. But that's what I'm trying to say to you. <laughs> you could unite worlds. Oh no, it seems like a terrible idea. Why does it seem like a terrible idea? If that's literally the only thing preventing you from procreating with this person, besides the whole idea of a comedy career and dating someone brand new and instantly procreating, that's a horrible, bad idea. I'm yeah, just saying. terrifying. But if that's the only idea, if that's the only thing standing in your way, why is it standing in your way? Well, it's because of one thing. After she tells me that she voted for Trump, I asked her a simple question. Would you vote for him again? And she paused. She didn't say yes, she didn't say no, she just paused. Just long enough, and I was like, okay, that's all I needed to know, thank you. And then I left. <sighs> Have I met this person? No. Will you text me the next time this person comes to one of your shows? I'm not going to show up because I'm married and I don't care that much. I'm not going to sabotage anything. No, no, I feel like if anything, you're trying to freaking Chuck Woolery us right now, which is awkward. Thank you for using the words of my generation. Mm -hmm. And your generation is Andy Cohen, and I appreciate you reaching over. Trying. Exactly. Thank which you. means you should try with this horrible, horrible, racist woman <laughs> and make beautiful, racist babies oh, God. and make the world a more complicated, beautiful place. It would be so By the way, apparently this is a pro-life podcast that I just learned about, everybody. No, that's... <laughs> but. Dee, I want to thank you for spending Bastille Day with me. I know this holiday means a lot to you and your people. And by your people, I mean uh, all black people love Bastille Day. Is yep. that true? Especially Somalians. That's right. Somalians, the French, big fans of each other. They big like time. to celebrate each other's holidays and wear white shoes on stage. Yeah. Both real big fans of baguettes for some reason. Because they're delicious. I Have know, they are, but it's just... Dad, you don't need to buy like 12 of them a week. Like, it's kind of insane. Are you referring, is this a real life That's my anecdote? Dad, like, yeah, he that likes baguettes that much? Huge baguette fan. Why? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Does your dad have another family you don't know about? Probably in Montreal, home of wrestler Kevin Owens and the French? 
Dear God, I hope not. That would be so weird. It would only make perfect sense. No, we already have too many siblings. Like, I don't want to know about any more siblings. That's Were you dating your sister? No, what? I'm Ugh. just saying your dad loves French baguettes. That leads to racism is all I'm trying to say here. We're painting with broad strokes is what I'm saying tonight. The broadest. Like, fuck And I want you to... I want you to be happy. And let me give you a gift for having your time on the stage with me. Whenever oh, I you. remember, we give gifts to the audience. And I didn't know D was going to be here, so I have a backup gift for D. Oh, thank Everyone you. Everyone else's gift is uh, baseball-themed because the All-Star game this weekend is in uh, uh, Washington, D.C. I'm going to give D this wonderful keychain from the National Zoo, the Smithsonian National Zoo, which has both a compass and a thermometer on it, so you know how hot it is outside. D and I spent a lovely evening together drinking wine and getting our portrait shown by a character. Can you say that word? Character? That kind of artist. So there's a wonderful big head drawing of both D and I, and it mm -hmm. looks like we're dating, and I love it. And you know what would look even better drawn by a character artist? Is this horrible racist and D back <laughs> together at the National Zoo the next time there's a wonderful event. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Thank D. You, everybody. Ahmed, everybody. Thank you, D. You're a good man. Coming to the stage is a wonderful friend of mine. I don't think she's the person that's been catfishing D, but we will find out very soon. Please put your hands together for Allison Lane, everybody. Allison, please come to the stage if you so wish. Allison is coming up. She might be the one that catfished D. We will find out. Sorry about your country, guys. My bad. France? France or America. Use this, the mic I'm using. Put that mic back where you got it, and I'm going to use this mic. See what I mean? Okay. Allison. Thanks. Hi. Allison Lane, for the listener at home, are you the person that catfished D? Yes, I am the straight white male that catfished D. Fantastic. <laughs> Why did you do that? Why did you lie to our good friend well, D? Well, he was so susceptible. That's He's right. like, I'll take anybody. Here, let's do this. Speaking of taking anybody, are you yes. are you dating right now? I am not. You're not dating I'm right now. I'm not. I'm going to be uh, a stereotypical man and go, you're a catch. Why ain't you dating? Because dudes are trash right now. I don't agree. I think uh, dudes no, 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 have no, no, been no, no, the no. best they've ever been. There's right? been no problems whatsoever. Zero problems. <laughs> what are you talking about? Please illuminate. I, I was. I did go on a few dates. Okay. Um, with a man. Um, Give it up for men, everybody. We need more love for men. What? Kill Why the didn't, game. I didn't get a pop when I said give it up for men. I thought everyone was on my... Sorry, I'm going to be specific. Give it up for white men, everybody. Yes. Is that, did that do it? No, nope, that didn't help at all. Okay. More white guys. Thank you so much. Let's go. Uh, the straighter, the better. What if so, that was the name of the show? More white guys, let's go. The straighter, the better. <laughs> I think we'd have a way bigger fan base and they would love I think you found your new merch. Me. Like, let's get a fucking t-shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com. Continue. Um... So yeah, I was I did go on a date or go on a date. I was dating somebody for a minute um, after my big breakup last year. We don't we're not gonna get into the big breakup because big old breakup. Because oh yeah. Oh, we, oh if look, you, if you look, want there's my new boyfriend, Tequila. Cute. Uh, <laughs> God, he's sexy. Hot. Do you find D Ahmed attractive? I'm just talking about tequila. Oh, I see that. Um, <laughs> I don't want to sound rude to D, but this is going to be completely insulting, D. and I'm going to say a nice thing followed by the mean thing. I don't think anyone has ever said to D, being like, you're fucking sexy. But I do But I do think a lot of people have said to D, you're very handsome, and also you have a very boyish good look, and you're going to age incredibly well. But no one's ever been like, I got to fuck that sexy motherfucker. No, that's not happened. Well, who the fuck 
says that about people anyway. Do like, you someone? Do you someone you date long term and potentially marry because he's a bright future, not guys. someone you just like, like get it out and have fun once? No, that's he seems not. Like he's Dion really Med. good with money. Yeah, he seems fine with money. He seems like he's good with money. Yeah, he fucks with that. Like he that's dresses, like a, he dresses like he's bad with money. He's he's fine with he's money. He's very good with money. Yeah, he's he's per, he's portraying a lie right now. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyways, back to Allison. All right, so I was dating a guy for a whole minute. Uh, I'm not done with that tequila. Oh, I was just moving it so I didn't tip it over. Okay, I that's apologize. Fine. That's fine. You can put your white hands on it. It's probably better now. That has good credit. So, um... What if that was the... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What if that's the name of the show and we open for Susie put Orman... Your, put your white hands on it. Put your on. white hands on it. We've got good credit. <laughs> that could work. So I, many good t-shirts. Uh, so here's how it ended. Well, part of the ending. So we're going to skip to the end. Yes, just fuck it, because all the we're rest of the shit is bullshit. We're going to memento this relationship. Here's Here how it go. began. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. You're hot. Let's do this. And then he decides we're going to go do daytime shit, and we go see... <laughs> Sorry, that is the most realistic, wonderful way to establish a relationship. Yo. Daytime shit. Daytime shit. Yo. You know Everyone alcohol. likes everybody at the night. Daytime shit Brett, is where the tests happen. We're, we're whole daytime sevens. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Two daytime sevens go on a date. And um, it's Waiting for Godot. Does anybody know what Waiting for Godot is? It's absurdist humor. No one clapped when I said, uh, give it up for straight, or for, sorry, give it up for white men. So I don't think anyone in this room knows what Waiting for Godot is. Waiting for Godot, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, thank you, I know I'm making fun of myself. Don't okay. I apologize. I apologize. Super. Uh, yeah, it's the play. The one black person. Listen, we've I'm already sorry, established too. she's my only friend here. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who cares about Alistair Black. Do you care about NXT? We actually I did don't. see him. Oh, did we? We did. I didn't. I we'll don't. talk about I that later. I was really okay. drunk. I don't so, know who that is. So, um, Waiting for Godot, the play about waiting for God waiting slash for nothing. God or nothing. And nothing happens. And he's just There's he's, a tree on stage and two men talking. Two men talking. The guy has, takes off his boot. All this shit is boring. And I'm really, really fucking trying. I'm really trying. He's like, I just really need absurdist humor in my life. And all I'm thinking is, who the fuck needs this? Who the fuck needs... I mean, I feel like you would just be more upset if you had seen the play of just two men standing under a tree waiting for nothing. It was terrible. And at that hold moment, on, I realized... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you... Actually, no. What did you realize? I was just like, are you... Are you I don't know. I was just like, I, I can't do this. Okay, we're going to do this one more time, but then we're done, sir. You Don't call me anymore. Hold on. You, you went out with him again. No, I banged him the last time. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yes. So you <laughs> waited for Godot. I waited for Godot. <laughs> he came, and then you left. <laughs> so we finally know the spiritual That's sequel really <laughs> of Waiting for Godot. So no, the, the issue with the Waiting for Godot thing is there are really great productions of Waiting for Godot. I don't believe it. I how long were you dating? Because I've been with my wife for more than five years. We've been together for more than 13. We could see Waiting for Godot because we know we love each other. And we're not trying to have a loveless marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're like early dating, that seems like a like we should so bake up. this is like one of those things where we're like, are we actually compatible? Are we really dating? Because like, you know, I don't know how we feel about like this dating today. There's there's plenty of fish out there. I can I can tender, I can bumble, I can do whatever the fuck You're I want. Keep catfishing. I can D. go outside, I can the catfish D, I can do whatever I want. Um so we're just like, all right, is this a real thing or not? Nah? What it's if the production was great? 
I doubt that would happen because it's absurdist and it's terrible. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to watch that shit? It wasn't funny. Here's the whitest thing I've ever said on Mike at You, Me, Them, Everybody, a show you've been doing for 10 years. Go Clan. The early... No? <laughs> Is that not it? Okay. No. The, the, early 80s, the early 80s BBC production of Waiting for Godot is amazing. That's it. I did it. I did the whitest thing I've ever said on you. It's a great. It's a great production. I, I highly suggest you reach it out. I saw it on VHS because a professor in college gave it to me. Whiter thing I just said. Okay, here we wow. go. Speaking of white, Speaking how are things, white things going for I you? I was going to say, uh, D made me think a lot about my recent circumstances with a lot of white people. Um, strangers have been coming up and apologizing to me. Strange white people I don't know that I know definitely voted for Trump. Can I give you a qualifier here? Huh? Um, <laughs> not strangers that have also been apologized. I apologized to you roughly 25 minutes ago outside when I heard what happened today in your life. Oh, yeah. So, so I feel like, should I apologize for apologizing on behalf of... Nah, dude, because they're never going to apologize. I, I, I accept it, and you gave me a microphone. So okay, so what the hell's going on? So I don't really know what's happening um, with people who are visiting. So I... Let's preface it with this. I work in bars and restaurants, and I've had a lot of people come up to me unprovoked uh, that do not live in the city and just apologize <laughs> for voting for Trump or just random things. Hold on, stop. Yeah. Do they literally say, They're I voted like, oh for Trump? They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. All this stuff is happening. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you telling me this? I, don't, I can't fix it, and I'm not, <laughs> I didn't vote for it. <laughs> I didn't do this. So I'm just, I'm very confused. Uh, people are very, like, ginger. As in redheads. No, ginger. Like, <laughs> they're all gingers. Uh, no, it's just, it's very interesting. I didn't, I never thought that that would happen. Where people would apologize to you on behalf of their voting habits? Perhaps. I don't, I don't oh, we're get very, it. See, that's the thing like, about. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what the fuck for? Why? Here, here's you, the thing you'll never understand about being a straight white man in America. I expect everyone to apologize to me on a daily basis. Oh, I think basis. that's what it, the other thing is. It's people run best. into me all the time. and They're like, oh, you're black. You deserve all this shit. But like, I, I'm now being apologized to by white people. A lot of white men, too, which I never thought the straight mind. I didn't know that white men could even say I'm sorry without like just burning into embers, just like fucking just falling on the ground. <laughs> But apparently they fucking can, and um, it's crazy. Does it feel good, it's bad, weird? It's weird because I don't yeah. really want to talk to these people. I don't know them. I don't know who talks to strangers like that, unless you're in a microphone in a room full of. <laughs> 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 one of the jobs, uh, one of the jobs that we actually uh, occasionally run into each other is uh, an, an establishment that I occasionally go and attend to review shows, and you happen to be there sometimes. So I we, do. And uh, two nights ago. We were at a wonderful DC establishment. We were. And we saw a thing called Hatsune Miku Expo. Amazing. Which was amazing. It, it's so uh, there's it's a blue hair Japanese hologram. Vocaloid. Vocaloid yes. program. So a vocaloid does not exist in flesh and blood terms. There is absolutely no actual singer for this person that per performs live. The closest American, sorry, the closest like. English-speaking version of this would be Gorillaz. Would the be band. Tupac. When and I, or Tupac the Hologram Tupac at Coachella. Tupac the Hologram at Coachella. That's a long time ago. Gorillaz <laughs> are currently touring, so I'm going to go with Gorillaz. But Gorillaz is a real voice. Tupac is a real man, still alive, clearly. Uh, is that even funny anymore, or is that a thing? No, it's still good. Is it okay? It's still good. He's Tupac's not dead, conflicted. so he's just, he's just, he's just kikiing in the back of the oh, room. Oh, here's a... Here's a 
quick aside, I went on a bullshit thing with other writers to a different city, whatever. The point is this. No one knew that Snoop Dogg was on trial for murder. Murder was a case. That, that was literally that was like the, the name of a song that yeah. was a huge hit. And he wrote an album about him, and he's literally on trial for murder. And no one knew that. They knew him as the guy but on wait, the Martha Stewart show. Wait, do they not remember show. when he was on... Um, it was the MTV Awards. Yeah. And, and he came no, out and like did the whole coffin shit and was like, it was crazy. No one knew. And they're my, they're, they're my age. They're 35 and above. There's no excuse. They're not Speaking children of like which, D. Let's like go right the fuck back. Why do you keep calling yourself old and Chuck Woolery is your age? Oh. No, 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 no. No, no, no. like you're like a whole like year and a half. What the fuck had just happened there? Uh, you're I'm like in the a middle. whole year no, no. and a half. I'm in the middle. I no longer. Here's why. Because Older when you have to me. fill out anything and they ask for the age group, I am no longer in the 18 to 34 category. That's it. That's the cutoff. I'm 35 and above, which I'm okay with. It's 35 and above? It's 35 to 54. So That's a weird box. No, it's a great box. It's, it's a, a weird box, box, especially these days. And age. the reason why I said that is because uh, Chuck Woolery, I remember watching as a child. I'm pretty sure D. Ahmed has no idea who Chuck Woolery is. <laughs> D, D, do you know who Chuck Woolery is? No. See, thank you. He doesn't know. He just said that. No, because he. He's, you just D, got catfish. D, D, how old are you? <laughs> D, how old are you? D, how old are you? 29. That six year age difference is big enough. Bruh. We're, we're Andy, I'm 32. And, I know who Chuck Woolery is. Yeah, but you're in the middle. Andy Cohen is the currently host of the reboot of Love Connection on Fox. That's why I said that. Uh, so I'm not burying my age. I love my age. My age is better. Cable? My age is way better than your age. Okay. Yeah. Once you get to this age, you'll understand. <laughs> is it because it's a white age? Or yeah, 35 is a white <laughs> This is when I could run for governor. <laughs> Let's go through the whitest ages. Here we the go. The whitest ages. Number one. 35. 35. Number 21. two. 21. 21. Number three. Uh, 16. 16. Well, that's 16 a, sucks for everybody. 16. Unless you're white. Unless you're white. I'm going to go 17. Five. No, no. I'm going to flip that. I'm going to go 18 is number four. And then I'm going to go back to 17 because you could probably 55 because you can actually retire because you have savings. That's right. AARP, motherfucker. <laughs> seven. 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 40 because they're age. willing to make movies oh, based on your age. This is like 40. That. Number 40. Number eight. Probably 52. 52. Interesting. Interesting. Number nine. Number nine. Best white age. Best, best white age. 30. Number Why 30? 30 because, oh my God, you have a party. I just had 30. Number 10. 10 whitest age. 25. 25. Why 25? Midlife crisis. That's right. There we go. Midlife early era crisis. She just nailed the top 10 white ages there are. <laughs> Thank you, Allison Lane. You're welcome. I don't yeah. think we're going to be able to top the Japanese pop lady. That I wrote a review for it. I did. I read it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I wrote a review I read for it. it you and wrote people it. are, so a few fans are not happy. <laughs> are they mad because of how you portrayed the fans? Here's how I portray the fans. I'm happy everyone found their tribe. This is beautiful. That's what I wrote. That's what I wrote. I also wrote that no one was going to the bar because most of the people were underaged, and it was great because I'm 35 and it ruled. And number two, number three, they sold out of everything before the like mid part of the set. They sold out of these glow sticks. Glow sticks. These so glow sticks were $35 a pop. And they were they had choreographed dances that they've all seen online. Yes. To these glow sticks, and it was crazy to watch because there was like they're just you can't see this one you're hearing, but I'm like shaking my arm like. There's a song happening, and people were doing that. And I also said it, it looked like a fascist enough. youth rally. 
Oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that. But I said it's a positive thing at the end. It looks like a fascist youth rally. Oh, okay. No, they didn't like the fact that I lumped them all as young people, and they didn't like the fact that I lumped them all as uh, young people that don't drink alcohol. So the people that I, I did see that were uh, getting super shit-hammered, um, they, they don't really go out much, and they were really nervous about speaking to people. Um, people that they thought may not get them, which yes. I thought was really, it was really endearing and it was a little sad. But, but that's why I'm so I was glad. Like, I really want to talk to you because I don't know why the fuck you want to talk to a hologram right now. Yes, yes, and that's why. I'm also, so there was a hologram meet and greet. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, y'all missed that. That was weird. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I hope they don't fire me for calling that shit weird. But yeah, that hologram meet and greet was weird. What 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 did it entail? I just it, honestly, it was just fucking there. And people were just freaking out. And that was it. Here's the thing I didn't I, put I in the review that I really wanted to put in the review. I don't fucking get you it. You might be able to answer this. Are there groupies for the... Okay, so this hologram performs with four real-life human beings. Were there groupies for the flesh and blood people? Because they get, like, introduced uh, via the hologram. Nobody gave a fuck about those people. Aww. Like, nobody cared. Aww. Nobody cared. People were dressed as various, like, forms of the hologram and did not care that there was a band there. That's amazing. One of the best bands I've ever saw. And they were really good. They were so tight. Five seconds between every song. I clocked you it out. You counted it? I counted it out. You know what it, it all amazing. sounded like to me? Next song. I would like to point out that at 8.38 on Saturday, July 14th, Allison Lane did the most racist imitation that's ever been done on this show. And it wasn't done by me, so I'm going to take that and mark it down. <laughs> That's fine, because I'm a straight white male. That's you know, right. Whatever. We've established that if I for the listener at I home, do. this is Allison Lane, a straight white man in America. Scandinavia. Speaking of Scandinavia, we should bring up Kate. Please do. We should have brought Kate up three minutes ago, and everyone was into at it. At least four But and then half. we just buried ourselves. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get away from That's you. That's right. You are going to get away from her. Thank you. And I'm going to sit here while you do that, because it'd be really awkward if we both did that together, like we're forming a doo-wop group from the 50s, and we both adjusted mic. Don't sit on your drink. I, I won't. Um. That mic is on, so if you want to... So Hey, coming to stage is a brand new person to the show. I'm incredibly grateful that she's here, and she actually traveled for this show. I live roughly a half a mile away. Uh, my life is better than every other performer on this stage because I get to walk home and these wonderful, wonderful individuals have to drive very long distances, so I'm incredibly grateful that they're here. Ladies and gentlemen, here for your entertainment and hopefully hers, please put your hands together for Kate Carroll, everybody. Kate, the stage is yours. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Allison. You guys are just super duper awesome. This is super fun. I know this is stand-up, but I just want to thank you guys. Right off the top, thank you. No, it's been a weird day, guys. I don't, I don't know how y'all are doing, but I've been, been driving around a lot. Obviously, I drove from Richmond, and um, while I was coming up here, I heard this radio commercial that struck me as a bit odd, and it went a little something like, um, "Your daughter used to play in that backyard. Now she's getting married in it." You don't want any unsightly brown spots on that day, do you? <laughs> so call True Green and live life outdoors. <laughs> now, whether or not you find that as funny as I do, um, <laughs> I think that commercial is fucking brilliant because here's the thing. 
it is selling to a very specific demographic. <laughs> and every single person in this building knows exactly what demographic that is. <laughs> it is straight white men in their 40s who love their yards more than they love their children. <laughs> it is brilliant. These are the guys that have all the expendable income in the world and no fucking sense. Sell to them. Stop every other targeted advertising you're doing. Those are the people we need to be selling to. So what I've been doing is I've been writing commercials specifically for this demographic. I'm actually, I have a, a meeting later this week to pitch it to a, <laughs> an advertising agency down in Richmond. Um, I think I have a million dollar idea on my hands. Um, this, is, this is the commercial I really like. It goes, um, your daughter used to get finger blasted in the back of that car. Now she's taking it off to college. Don't you want the peace of mind of knowing that car is going to be up and running for a very long time? Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, guys. <laughs> I'm going to be making some money. No, I don't know. It was, it's funny <laughs> that y'all were talking about the white chick who fucking uh, loves Donald Trump or whatever, or voted for him, loves him, whatever. As far as I'm concerned, you're all complicit. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I shouldn't be talking. So I work for an organization right now uh, where I do graphic design, and one of our biggest clients is Trump Vineyards. <laughs> And here's the thing. I said I do graphic design. So that means I'm doing all of the logo work that goes on glassware for Trump Vineyards. And I've found a way to be able to do that and be able to sleep at night. So what I've been doing is I have been sneaking things into the logos <laughs> that no one can see. At least you can see it if you zoom in really close, but to the naked eye, no one knows. So. Uh, <laughs> One of the logos, it was for a uh, charity 5K that Trump Vineyards was having inexplicably because they apparently care about shit. Um, and all it said was Trump likes pee-pee. Uh, <laughs> there's a picture of Eric Trump holding this glass somewhere. I'm very proud of this. It's the, it literally the only way I can fucking sleep at night. I don't know. Eric Trump, yeah. I, <laughs> he's looking it up. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, it's, uh, <laughs> trying to be like an adult is very strange in general. I've been, I'm, I've been single, so I've been on Tinder, which is fucking terrible. Every single person on Tinder looks like an alien in a human suit from Men in Black. They, they, they all look like someone left a G.I. Joe character on a radiator. Like, it is, they are all just horrible. <laughs> And the interactions are just the worst. I had a guy tell me, oh girl, you're so sexy, I'd probably try and suck a fart out of your butt. <laughs> Which someone aptly pointed out that a fart is like 90% me, so he's fucking lazy. <laughs> I'm not dating that guy. <laughs> it's bullshit. I don't like I hate I hate dating in general just because like even being in relationships is really fucking hard for me because I don't like being vulnerable. I I don't like being vulnerable to people that I've known for years let alone someone I just met. Like it it's so pathologically horrible. Here here's a good example. Um the other day I was out getting food with some friends at a restaurant and in the middle of eating I realized that I was choking. 
Now, uh, you, miss, if you had been choking in public, what would you have done? Well, you're choking so you can't talk. <laughs> right. You, actually, you did the right, you did the, the, the international signal for I'm a fucking fatty who eats too fast. <laughs> Help me dislodge this piece of food from my throat, because that's how I end up choking, Ch choking, choking. Um, <laughs> but no, see, I remember feeling the food lodge in my throat, and I didn't do that. Instead, what I did was I stood up and I walked out of the restaurant <laughs> like a cat going into the woods to die alone. <laughs> I was, I was so, sh I, I was like, I remember feeling it in there and just being like, all right, peace, I'll see you guys later. It's, it's so bad. I would rather choke to death on a convenience store chicken tender. It was a convenience store. It wasn't a restaurant. In the middle of a Northeast DC alleyway all by myself than ever let anyone I care about see fear in my eyes. And that is why I'm currently single. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a female comedian, so all of my friends are assholes. Um, it's kind of par for the course. <laughs> if you're a female comedian, all of your friends are male comedians, and all of them are dicks. And uh, they love to find, like, little ways to push my buttons as best they can. And um, the one that got me the other day, he just, he, he, he's honestly Olympic-level annoyer. I don't know if there's a better way to say it, but he pissed me off to the point that I flew off the handle at him and he was like, oh, what are you PMSing? Now, gentlemen, here's the thing. That's a fucking bullshit cop-out. Granted, to his credit, he was right, but that's not the fucking point. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, here's a little biology lesson for all of you who are not aware. Uh, when a woman is about to have her period, her hormones are all in flux and her estrogen is at the lowest it could be for that entire month. That means there's only one hormone left in her system regulating her emotions. Can anyone tell me what that hormone is? Testosterone! The male hormone. So now the next time he pisses me off and I fly off the handle at him and he's like, oh, what are you PMSing? I'm just like, no, fuck you, I am you now. <laughs> and then they shut up. <laughs> All right, guys, I will leave you with this. I, it's been weird since America became great again. I, I don't know how y'all are doing, <laughs> but I've been, it's been weird. Um, my big thing is I'm not good with, like, internet trolls. I don't like them. I'm the kind of person that will spend, like, five hours up until 2 a.m. arguing with a bot on YouTube. Um, I don't handle it well at all. So I've been coming up with different coping mechanisms to deal with it, and the one that I've found that works the best is I have been singing all of their vitriolic comments back to myself to the tune of songs from the musical Annie. <laughs> and uh, this is yours. You can keep this in your back pocket. It is yours for when you're having a bad day. Say your boss is being a dick. Do this. You will feel so much better. So uh, here's a good example. I was watching a video the other day on progressive tax reform. <laughs> because uh, I don't know what that is. But uh, someone commented on the video something like, we shouldn't be taxing the rich like that. They earn that money fair and square. Plus, okay, by, by the way, all of these people in my head are like orphans from Annie and like Donald Trump is Miss Hannigan. Uh, <laughs> we shouldn't be taxing the rich like that. Plus, 
What if I woke up tomorrow and I was rich? I could win the lottery. Who knows? I should be able to keep all that money. It's mine. Let me keep it. All right, sweetheart, let's pump the brakes for a second. In fact, the matter is you're not rich and these people hate you. Second of all, the chances of you winning the lottery, no, 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 I'm gonna be rich tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow I won't be just an underperforming member of society who continues to vote against my own interest because I've allied myself with some greater moral understanding that isn't even really applicable to modern day. I mean, really, if you guys even actually read the Bible, apparently in Leviticus it's appropriate to put someone to death reading fruit from a tree that's less than four years old. I realize it's a strange example to use in this situation. Not to mention, I might add, you're more likely to die from bowling a perfect game than ever win the lottery. I'm not kidding. That's a real statistic. Look it up. That just goes to show how we're this way of thinking is... You're never fully dressed without a semi-automatic weapon. All right, guys, I'm Kate. Thank you. Kate, Kara, everybody! Oh, Kate. You're magnificent. <laughs> so in your first joke, when you referred to the lawn, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> that so actually, interestingly enough, when I first wrote that joke, uh, someone else pointed that out to me. I was like, that's not at all how I read that, but thank you. I'm going to totally play that shit up. Uh, yeah, but that's, I, I, could, I, I know what you meant. <laughs> I don't mean to sound insulting. This is uh, an observation. <laughs> of all of your jokes, the biggest thinker of all of them was the fart joke. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only, the joke that took the longest of like, yep, that's, I, but it <laughs> took some time. It's a worker. Yeah, it's, uh, that actually, um, and that is true, that did happen to me. Um, I, it wasn't on Tinder, so I did embellish that a bit. But a guy came up to me after wait, wait, a show. Wait, stop. What was it on? Uh, it was in, oh, it was in real it was life. In, it was in real life. Oh, it's a legit yeah. scary Yeah, thing. it was, yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, so actually, I'd just done an open mic, and the chef... Oh, no. The chef at the restaurant uh, followed me outside and was like, girl, I just got to say, you, you got some great legs. I would probably try and suck a fart out of your butt. And I was, I was so... I had to stop and like hold myself for a second. And he, he could see I was very clearly distraught. At, at which point he was like, don't worry, I don't want the whole brown dragon. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Which, of course, that's a fucking phrase. The whole brown dragon? The whole brown dragon. Hold on, hold on. Hear, <laughs> hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. What was the open mic? Uh, it was down in Richmond. I, I know, but where? Oh, McCormick's. McCormick's in Richmond. Yeah. This is a chef, or the cook currently. Cook, yeah, I, say, I said chef to make a The high-end chef. Here. The cook, the, the guy on the line currently yeah. working at McCormick's. Yeah, oh, he had like a prison stick and poke in his eyes were way close together. Nothing wrong with prison tats. We've already established earlier. <laughs> that's, the, that's very true. Nothing wrong with prison tats. Just because you got a budget doesn't mean you don't deserve good tattoos, everybody. That's what I'm trying to say. That, that's true, but I, I, he also got it in prison. What's wrong with that? That's, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I think he traded. Lot, lots of good people go to prison. Maybe he traded a fart sucked out of a butt for it. Uh. What's, what, once again, what's wrong with <laughs> Are you trying to slut shame sex workers right now, Kate? Are you on the right side of history? I, I'm, I'm going to be on the right side of history. Damn right. There's, nothing, there's no shame in sex work. <laughs> What if he did it in, like, an envelope that had his own personal wax stamp <laughs> and there was nice calligraphy inside? Would that change the outcome? Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. And he what hired does that a, butthole do? A town crier. 
Yeah, what if he hired a town crier? <laughs> Would that have changed the outcome? Uh, yeah, we'd probably be married right that's now. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely so true. So delivery. That's right. Ah. And that's all comedy is. Man. So the moral of the story is, if you want to suck farts out of butts... <laughs> finesse. 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 <laughs> preparation. <laughs> it's not a shitty preparation age thing. No, 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 no. And not a shitty pawn <laughs> either. And not a... Yeah. Why do you live in Richmond, the capital of the South? So, uh, <laughs> um, so I went to college on. I went to VCU, um, which is a wonderful art college, uh, and I did not go to school for art. Um, Wait, what'd you go for? <laughs> psychology. Okay. Yeah, you know, okay. because I, I couldn't decide on anything else, and and now I can. Did you graduate with a psychology degree? Yeah, I have a psychology. Thank you, thank you. Um, I also have a half of a degree in gender studies. Oh, I have a full degree in women's studies because I'm 35, and when you're, and 13 years ago they don't have gender studies. They called they it women's studies. studies. So actually, though they changed my, uh, so it was women's studies for the first three years that I was at VCU, and then senior year they changed it to gender and studies. And Allison, this is why the age thing matters. Kate, may I ask your age? <laughs> what is your age? Oh, I'm 28. There you go. Yeah. See, that's what I mean. That's the Chuck Woolery, Andy Cohen. That's not going to catch on, okay. but I understand. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, a throw. Yeah, it's yeah. a callback. So yeah. also, I had to look up Chuck Woolery while you guys were talking. <laughs> <laughs> Just to verify, all I know, all I could glean from that is that his head is shaped like a brick, like that. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. He's a brick it's, house. The song is based on Chuck Woolery's head. <laughs> On his so you just stayed, you decided like, Richmond, this is where it's at. Yeah, well, I actually, I moved up to D.C. for a little bit because I used to be a beer rep um, oh. because I love infiltrating old boys clubs. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. It's the whole reason I breathe. I just like seeing sad men. Um, and <laughs> Kindred spirits, baby. Girl, yeah, yeah. Well, you both work in the industry, and you choose to do open mics. <laughs> and, like, you're making a joke, kind of, but, like, you're not making a joke. Yeah, no, and that's... that's this the, should be the sincere Tinder profile. And uh, literally, I actually... I Are think you that, sad? Do you want to fuck? I love sad boys. Same. Oh, I love sad boys. Different people. Not a fan of sad boys. Oh, I'm sad sorry. are the better. They are the best. They are the best. They are so sad. No. They are. Oh. oh my god. No. I literally, I, I made the mistake of dating a comic and uh, saddest boy, just the saddest boy, like literally, like he texted me one night when he was avoiding me, only to tell me that he was avoiding me because he had to pull his car over because he was crying so hard. <laughs> That he couldn't see his phone. <laughs> Which? Why are you looking at your phone? But you Do know. Do you want to name him right now? <laughs> I am not going to name all him. Right, on all right. All right. Well, you've just encouraged me to never want to talk to more comics that are men ever again. <laughs> Uh, you've also encouraged me to, if I ever do procreate, the only job I will have is to keep my child from an open mic. <laughs> this is coming from a man no. that used to host an open mic for years. Uh, well, you know. I do know, and that's exactly <laughs> why I'm saying these things on mic. It's horrible, it's toxic, it encourages uh, ill thoughts, and uh, it encourages bad behavior <laughs> because people think they're in a tribe. We're so different because we're stand-ups. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're Stop it. Stop it. Try fucking harder. <laughs> not you. I'm talking mostly about men. And I'm not talking about D because I actually like D. D's normal and D's not a sad boy. That's why he's on this show. Yeah. yeah. I don't like sad boys. I don't like sad boys. And honestly, for the most part, like most male comedians I'm friends with are... Not really what I would describe as sad, but I don't know like if you're how uh, like your friends are, but 
like yeah, they're all sad. <laughs> well, they're there's sad. Varying but, degrees of sad. But like, there's a difference between because I'm sad, but it's like I'm not like I don't. Do you go to therapy? I do. Great, good yeah. for you. How often do you go? Uh, once a week. How often you had your, have you had your therapist? Uh, actually, so my old therapist retired. And uh, another girl took over for her, and she has been fantastic, and I've been seeing her. No, it's been great. I've been seeing her every week for the past six weeks. That's great. So That's yeah, wonderful. it's no, I'm, I'm. Yay, I, therapy. Right. Damn no, right. seriously. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Allison, are you going right now? Absolutely. Do you like your person? I love her. What do you think the most difficult aspect of therapy is? Um, not lying. Not oh, lying. Oh God, yes. Is, do you think that's the most difficult aspect? Same. Okay, okay. Do you find yourself lying less the longer you go? Absolutely. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good. I think this is legitimately helpful advice. <laughs> after I'm not joking. After we make fun of the thing you're trying to do because you love. I don't right. know about you guys, but I feel like I've learned from therapy. You say whatever you want. Nothing fucking matters. Oh, and that's everything's the best. There's it's the best. I could not agree Your with words that more. Words can't kill you. Literally. Probably. Oh, as far as we, I mean, we don't live in like a well a dictatorship yet, but like. The, <laughs> I mean, later on down the road, they may kill they you. They might kill you. <laughs> for the time being, Just you two, right. not me. Yeah, right. No, I, I, I'm, just, I'm just preparing for like the inevitability that The Handmaid's Tale comes true. Listen, like, stop, <laughs> stop. Okay, everyone stop with The Handmaid's Tale shit. Elizabeth, <laughs> no, here's why. Here's why. It's not about the show. It's about Elizabeth Moss. She's a Scientologist. Yeah. Until you get her out of Scientology... Don't talk to me about The Handmaid's Tale. Actually, so ironically enough, the saddest boy I know refuses to watch that show for the same reason. Ooh. No, he can't afford Hulu because he's a comic. Fuck that guy. That's totally <laughs> different. Yeah, that's why he fucking scams it. <laughs> Does he really? No, yeah. It's $9.99 a month, the same price as the WWE yeah. Network. Guys, it's, it's a deal. It is a deal. Extreme Rules this Sunday... <laughs> The Demon Kane slash current mayoral candidate Glenn Jacobs is teaming up with Daniel Bryan slash Jill Stein voter Daniel Bryan Danielson. He's a <laughs> fucking idiot. Greatest wrestler currently. Daniel wrestling. Bryan and Brian Danielson? Brian Danielson is his birth name. <laughs> oh, so he goes and by his Daniel Bryan. WWE oh, okay. name is Daniel right, Bryan. I know I, I went to go see um, WWE, uh, I think it was Annihilation yeah. down in Richmond. And yeah. uh, it was right when the Usos had made a heel turn. Yeah. And you, know the, you know the, lo the terms. Yeah. I'm a, I love, <laughs> I fucking love WWE. <laughs> this is going to look like I'm giving you a virus. <laughs> this is an orange flash drive. On that flash drive is a book that I wrote with Chris Kelly. Chris Kelly is a, is a writer. And it's, a, it's called The Donald, How Trump Turned presidential politics into pro wrestling. It's a book we wrote. And oh, we I'm going to read this. This is not a joke. This. This is, we released this in September 2016 thinking, we got to rush this to get it out because no one's going to care in six weeks. And boy, <laughs> were we wrong. Um... <laughs> uh, so yeah, I am very familiar Shit, with that. Shit, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the fuck out of this. You I, know what Chris Kelly and I have in common? What? We're not sad boys. <laughs> well, thank goodness there are some. <laughs> <laughs> but they're married, so yeah, yeah we're both. That, married. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're All the sad what? boys are not married. <laughs> All of the happy boys are married. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a great name for a show. All the sad boys are single and all the happy boys are married. Kate, I want to thank you oh, for yeah. coming up thank from Richmond. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you're the first person we've had from the capital of the South, and uh, I think you're representing your horrible racist past really I, well. I, I'm <laughs> Trust happy. Me, I'm from Chicago. We have a horrible racist present. Oh, yeah, Don't worry. Yes, that's the truth. 
If you shit on Chicago, I swear to fucking God. It's the greatest city in the world. We have problems, but we fucking try, okay? But you put tomatoes on your hot dogs. No, yeah, because it's a garden, you fucking idiot. That's why we don't use ketchup. It's a garden in a bun made for the workers. What is wrong with you? Get the fuck off my stage. Kate Carroll, everybody. You're very good. Thank you so much. I would love to bring Teen Mortgage to the stage. Please stay here. Because we're going to do a little tag team interview with Teen Mortgage. We're going to okay. ask a few questions. Uh, one of these men, Jordan both of you are going to share this microphone. We're going to do this like a, we're gonna do this like a doo-wop group. We're going to do this like a doo-wop group. What we're going to do is try to win people over so they stay for your loudest fuck music. Is that okay? That's totally fine. What is your name, sir? My name is James. Ed. James, you look like a baby boy cute model. How does that make you feel? Oh it feels God. like you and D should be in the same group together. It makes me feel good. You're, you talk real fast. You're yeah, you know why? I'm from Chicago. <laughs> this is how we talk. But they talk slow. We don't talk slow. But they talk slow. No. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to do the, from the, the SNL. What from SNL? You're trying to get a couple of, couple of beers. You are a, such a cute man slash boy. <laughs> I don't know if you're single, and I'm assuming if you are, you do very well with whoever you're attracted you, me, to. them, everybody. There you go. You, you know get it. Now, get away from the microphone, because you're not going to top what you just said. <laughs> that was so good. Now, who am I speaking with? Ed. Ed, you are not as cute because you're a real man. <laughs> And you, you have grown up. You're a fully grown man. This is true. And Ed, we were sound checking earlier. Is it fair to say that you hit those drums incredibly hard? That's what people tell me. Does that make you feel good in life when you hit things hard? It's, no. Okay, good. <laughs> so you're not doing this because you have that inner turmoil that makes you want to hit shit as hard as possible. No, I'm a pretty even person. Okay, cool. You're a pretty even person. You're, can we talk about your day job a little bit? Sure. Okay, Will you tell the kind listener both at home and in the room what you do for a living? This is not a living, by the way. Music is not a living. Yeah. Music is a scam for carnies. We're all carnies right now. <laughs> I already talked about how great wrestling is. Don't worry, that's a compliment. What is your day job? I'm a nurse. You're a nurse. You literally save lives. Yeah! <laughs> you have the kind of job where when you say the job, people clap because yeah. you're doing good work. There's like three good jobs left. It's you, yeah. firemen, and... LeBron, that's it. Those are the only three jobs where people will clap. Congratulations. Do you feel good about your job or the job is so draining to you, you just hope that you don't get addicted to any sort of pills? Ooh, it's a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not what? in a podiatry office either. I'm like, I'm an ER nurse. Why did you have Ooh. to shit on podiatry to make yourself feel better? No one was thinking like, I bet he's a podiatry nurse. Is what? anyone here going to a podiatrist? Did your nurse look stressed? Okay, they so how, how often are you stressed? Uh, I mean, I just got out of the ER, so I'm still doing emergency medicine, but for a different Holy company shit. I won't name because uh, I don't think they would allow me to. Okay. So what <laughs> pills are the best pills? Yeah, what pills, what pills are the least addictive and the kind that will get you the most fucked up? I, I would suggest taking none. Aww. Okay, this is why we don't usually interview drummers. Get the <laughs> fuck back there. All right. All right. I, I really, really dig this band, and I'm incredibly grateful that they're here. And if your ears can stand it, they have tapes available for sale. How much are the tapes? 
they're really cheap. How much? Are like they? half of them are broken. No, don't do that. That makes you no. No, shut the fuck up. How much are the tapes? Jesus fucking Christ, man. They're, they're on a sliding scale. God damn it. <laughs> oh God, market. Oh, shut up. So you're gonna. How much are the T-shirts? Fifteen dollars for the T-shirt, the thing that you'll actually wear. And a questionable price for the tape that you'll never actually play because you don't have a tape player. But you still buy tapes because you think they're cool. Well, they're cheaper for bands. That's why we have them. Uh, the name of the band is Teen Mortgage, and apparently they brought one child-sized shirt for everyone to share. <laughs> That's not going to fit me. Have you seen me? I'm a real man who's married, so I'm not sad. I'm not going to wear your tight T-shirt. I will wear your reasonable size shirt and garden with it because I'm successful. Like your drummer. He owns property in Annapolis. That's the first time I've ever said your drummer is successful on this show. We've been doing this for 10 years. 10 years, the first successful drummer. Give it up for a successful drummer. Not because he's a nurse. He's actually a podiatrist nurse. That's a lie. Um, I really dig this band, and if it's too loud, I apologize, but they need to play at the volume that they play it. It makes it so much better. Um, we are going to move that chair. I'm going to talk while you set that up. Thank you guys so much for coming. Please, if you're so willing, give uh, buy Kate a drink if she's drinking. <laughs> buy Allison a drink if she's drinking. Uh, buy merch from the band. Um, do not do not buy D anything because he doesn't understand how Tinder and Bumble works. And be, just be like, he doesn't want to date a racist anymore. Fuck that guy. Catch, catch up, D. He's not in the room. That's why I'm saying these horrible, horrible things about him. Um, I really, really dig this band, and I think they are a wonderful summer band. It's not like you can't enjoy this band when there's beautiful fall foliage. It's just it's more fun in the summertime, and we happen to be in the summertime. Um, I also like this band because he made these drums. He didn't make the drums, but he put the, the, he put the pink fuzzies on the drum. For the listener at home, there are pink fuzzies on the drums. And for the listener at home, I did not ask for consent to touch your drums, and I apologize because I've been in a lot of bands, and there's two things you don't touch. It's the drums and the cymbals, and like... Drummers are very, very precious about the things that they literally batter with sticks. It's very, very odd. You wouldn't think that, but it is. And I'm just talking now to fill time because if there's that weird four-minute, like, what are we doing here with the audio thing, people will just leave. So that's why I'm talking right now into a microphone. I want to thank everyone at the Wonderland Ballroom, this wonderful place, and I really want to thank them because if I don't and they hear this band and they're very loud, they might not let me come back. So I'm going to be very, very nice right now because they are very, very loud right very, very soon. Uh, how many songs would you like to play? I'll play, uh, I'll do just do three, I guess. Just do three. Yeah, I guess so. Stop for the listener at home because they decided to talk to each other and not into a microphone because they're professionals. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Teen Mortgage.
I'm going to say bands to you that you remind me of, and some of them are good for your career, and some of them are bad for your career. And you're going to tell me if it's good for your career to be compared to this band or bad for your career to be compared to this band. Is that okay? Yes. Number one, yes. Fiddler. Or Fiddlar. Seen him. Love him. Yes or no? Is that good yes. or bad? Correct, them, correct. Sure. Fu Manchu. Yes. yes. No, the answer is no. No. Because I like Fu Manchu, and not nearly as many people like Fu Manchu as Fiddler. Like, should like Fu Manchu. Exactly. And you got you guys kind of in that second, no, third song kind of had a Fu Manchu vibe, which I really dug. Yeah. I'm assuming people don't like that song as much as the other songs because I really like that song. Which song is it? I don't know the names of any of your songs. There's, if I was gonna say one thing about your band, you're a great enunciator of the song titles. Everyone knows exactly what you're playing at the exact same time you're playing. Important. The vibe. The band Jucifer is that good or bad? We're loud. You are loud. Okay. I'm thinking of Pucifer, right? With Pucifer's not. We're not gonna talk about Maynard. We're not gonna talk about Maynard right now. It's 2018. Things have changed. I'm doing an Elvis thing. Okay. Mac DeMarco. Oh, yeah. Well, yes. Well, Mac DeMarco. Yeah. You got a lot of... Here's the thing I like about you. How... Well, maybe I don't like about you. How often, <laughs> how often do you get high? Uh. Is it like, are you high right now? Yes. Okay. Are you... That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Are you always high? Yes. Okay. So I think that's good for your career, but... But bad for me liking you. Because that's my biggest oh, problem okay. with Mac DeMarco. It's like, I like the louder, funner, more ballsy shit. And he's going to this like weed territory. Yeah. And he's getting so much more success. Continue to do what you do. I'm going to like you less and less and less. <laughs> I like this loud Fu Manchu meets Mac DeMarco phase that you're in right now. But I feel like you're going to go be like, you know who sells more tickets than Fiddler? Mac. Let's get high, everybody. And I'm like, no, just keep drinking shitty beer and not being able to afford your rent. That's the kind of music I want to hear. I'm with you. I'm well, with you. Do you always play with a watch? Yeah. Really? Why wouldn't I? Why would I think the better question is, why would you? <laughs> what, what, what hindrance does it have on my guitar playing? You're literally play? hitting the, the neck of the guitar, aren't you? I don't ever wore it backwards like a dickhead, but I don't. <laughs> I was at an event last night, and the curator of a museum wore his watch backwards like a dickhead, and that's what I thought too. And that's what I thought too, but I didn't, some, I didn't say that or think that. I was like, what is that like? And like a dickhead is what I was thinking. <laughs> you just fucking nailed it. You ever see Lil Pumpy wears two watches? Do you, okay, two why watches. don't you wear two watches? Because I don't flex like Lil Pump. I don't sell crap with my grandma, so I don't make enough money. I don't know half so the words you're saying, watches. but I'm liking you more and more and more. Here's how I know I like you, even though there's so many things against you. One of those things. You have a gold chain. Why are you wearing a gold chain? Well, silver. Uh, now I, I like know, you even cool. less, but more at the same time. It's more understated. You're like a fucking lead singer of a boy band. Yeah, that's too fucking... But what's your point? We didn't what? do the dance numbers. Check it out. Go on. That's, that's where we sell the tickets. I want so much success for you that you look like this at 43, but you're like dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Iggy Pop look. Don't ever say that about Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop's look is thriving, motherfucker. Have you seen sexy Iggy? Man. He's you're... a sexy elderly man. No, he's man. not. He looks like fucking E.T. Um, 
<laughs> You've seen Iggy. When was the last time you saw Iggy? Uh, All Tomorrow's Parties 2010? Okay, so you're clearly much older than this young boy. <laughs> a blonde youth is what he's been called. How did you guys meet? <laughs> Craigslist. No, no was it really Craigslist? No joke. And it was, it was not men in yeah. seeking men. Okay, number one, don't. <laughs> why are you doing that? What? Why are you shaming people on M2M on Craigslist? <laughs> Generally took it away. Yeah, so why are you shaming people that you. I'm not joking. Think about think about. How many times have you been on it? Let's no, be real. None, but. That's if, why you're saying this. But no, no, I'm only. No, I'm, I'm saying these things. I know you're going to feel bad about this when you look back. You're in the hot seat. This is my show now. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> the thing about it, don't shame anyone for trying to find love. I'm not joking. I, this is a sincere moment right now. Even though I just said a bunch of things and I hope you have like a Coke addiction and you look all the same. <laughs> Don't ever shame anybody using Craigslist to find love. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how we did it. Exactly. So it's don't shame channel. other people for doing that shit. Don't shame D. This is a callback. Don't shame D. <laughs> for for going to there's a there's actually a Trump voters uh, dating site. That's not a joke. There, oh. it, it was set up in the 2016 election and still ask, exists. Ask if it was Craigslist. Was it Craigslist? It was in, Yeah. Was it Craigslist? D. Was it Craigslist? What was it? It wasn't in person. It wasn't in person. So He's you guys literally met on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah. That's ha not a joke at all. I understand that. Have you met any other band members in, the, in previous bands via Craigslist? No. No, it was, a it was, it was, it was a definitely fluke. a one-off for sure, yeah. yeah. Why? I'd, I'd, moved, I'd moved there and I was like desperate. From where? From the UK. Okay. Yeah. You are so good. And you are <laughs> so good. And you do not look alike. In any no, way, he had short hair when I met him. He had yeah. like well short hair. So you've known each other for a very long time. Yes. Okay. Like if he's got this hair and he's 32, you've known each other a very long Since time. Since he was 30, 30 and a half. Yeah, you've known each other 18 months. Yeah, it's probably about that long. It's not very yeah. long at all. I know. I did the math. Have you always? Have you always wanted to? This sounds weird. Have you always wanted to play with a younger person? <laughs> See, not serious sure question. Answer that. Serious question. Have you wanted to play with a younger person? Uh, I mean, I don't really. I'm not ageist, if that's what you're saying. See, here's the thing. I am ageist, and I don't usually want to collaborate with anybody under 25. I mean, when I'm saying I'm ageist, I'm, I'm, I'm not ageist. It's, there's no, still no, a range. You're I'm not still ageist. probably ageist. I'm, I'm ageist. Like, you know. I am ageist, and I have a... I, and that's not a good thing. And, I've, yeah. I, and I know better, and I, but I still... You're on the cusp of someone whose age I actually want to deal with. Because <laughs> yeah. you're, you're 25? 26. 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're there. You're there. There's been a learning curve. Okay. Remember what I said when I showed up? I we do. Yep. Uh, for the listener at home, one person in the band showed up on time. Guess who it is? <laughs> is it the man who is a nurse that saves lives or the other man? Yes. Okay. Who's high all the time. Yeah. Okay. Damn, but here's the thing, though. <laughs> do you feel like you're going to have a wonderful opportunity, but it's going to be taken away because he's high all the time? Or... <laughs> Are you going to have a wonderful opportunity because he is high all of the time? That's his creative process, so I don't, I don't knock <laughs> it. Do you say that because you're nice, or do you say that because you're an idiot that believes that bullshit? Yeah, people can function. People can function <laughs> is function. not the thing you say when you believe something. It's not, it's not, like, he's, not like he's like, you know, That's not an not endorsement. down the bathroom or something like that. Do a dab and it's, fall it's asleep just, in the toilet. Is it just weed, or are you, do, are you on coke, or are you on anything well, you else? Know, I'm, on my, I'm on my weed phase right now, and then I think in two years, I'll probably do my going to India, you know, do some, uh, some yoga, a little bit of 
uh, what, I was going to say Mediterranean, meditation, and then after that, you know, maybe the cocaine, I meet the president, you know. So that's the interesting know. thing about this. Uh, you're going to go... I die on a toilet. You're going to go to meditation before cocaine. Yeah, I'm following the, the Beatles formula. I think this is... No, that's not the Beatles formula. I think the difference between... That's the difference between American and British musicians. American musicians, we go straight to coke! And then we cool out when we're getting divorced from our third wife on our... And then we do meditation. You're like, I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm British. I call soccer football. I get it. It's the World Cup. I'm sorry. Things happened. Do you care about any of that shit or no? Fuck no. Okay, cool. You might even call it soccer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I like you guys a lot. I love the band name. Who named it? Uh, it was me. No, it was your name? Yeah. That's a good fucking name. Did you have a list or was it just like we got a show we, we should would, name it something? Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. We, we kind of like, I had uh, plans when I before he really joined it and then I was getting like all the promotional material. Hold on, stop, stop, stop. Uh, for the listener at home, this is a two-piece band. Yes. How did you have a band before he joined it? It was because it was it had the recordings, I had the recordings. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I had like you know I, I had see. all the shit to kind of get it going online, and then I just needed the, like somebody working with it in early forms in the UK. I see, so. I see. Okay, right, so right. so when you were so you had a drummer back, I did. Yeah, and it was a different name. Okay, what was the old name? The old name was Bad Acid. You, you want to throw some shade on him right now? I don't no, no, hold on, shade. stop, 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 stop. Bad Acid is also a really good band name. It's a good ass name. I, I think there's a band called Bad Acid, so it couldn't be called that. That's Team why. Mortgage is such a great band name. It's funny you say that because we were we were once voted uh, worst band name. Uh, we were on the list of worst band names yeah. 2017. From which, uh, and, uh, what were they fucking called? Fucking nobodies. That's who it was. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't I remember. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, you were on this list. Worst band names 2017. Yeah, there were some uh, great ones. Dildos Panda Party that was, was a another. One. That's a horrible one. Incontinence. <laughs> That's a bad one. That's a bad one. No, you I would see that band. You yeah, but you're high all the time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. Teen Mortgage is a great band name because, in a way, this is total. I'm wearing a car, for the listener at home. I'm wearing a cardigan. <laughs> I'm you represent America. You're called That's right. Teen Mortgage. This is a, you're essentially you have a band about the housing crisis from ten years ago. Yeah. And we're about to enter another housing bubble. <laughs> you're gonna be huge. No, you're not. But I'm just saying that to be nice. You're gonna be beloved and release. I hope you don't break up anytime soon. But you are the kind of band that's going to release like three seven inches and then inherently break up. And then like guys that look and dress like me and your drummer end up going to your shows when we're 45. You know what I mean? Like you're making fucking beautiful, wonderful music for a very specific type of person. And I'm really glad that you exist and are doing that in a relatively close uh, span. Is there anything you would like to plug? Uh, so I say thank you uh, for having us. Oh, and no, you're great. Like, Appreciate w- w- so much. You, 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 We're w- playing with uh, thank you. Poster Children, yeah. DC9. Oh, DC9, that's Poster Children. It's you know, uh, like, next like July 21st, like Saturday. Uh, how long has Poster Children been around? They've been around since, since 1987. Like oh. They've been around 30 years you ago. You know who would like you? <laughs> Them. Yeah, uh, that's yes. what I mean. That's what I mean. you got to get out of this Fu Manchu shit. We need to go Mac to Marco. <laughs> Fuck the olds with money. Let's go to the youngs with weed. No, he's going to fit right in. You're gonna, there's going to be people there that are... They're going to call you like their son. You know that, right? You are the age of the members of Post Your Children's Children. That's a, that's a great fucking booking. And you're going to sell more merch than you've ever sold before. And I... Real quick tip. 
<laughs> You're looking at the merch right now. I think we got one small shirt. Real quick tip. Like three real, broken tapes. Real quick tip. Wine. This is, I'm not joking. Go to Trader Joe's. Was it, where's the Poster Children show at? DC9. DC9. Go to Trader Joe's. Buy the cheapest four bottles of red wine you could find. Two buck chuck. <laughs> Two buck chuck. Give out wine tastings with every purchase. Because everyone there is going to be 45 and older, and they're going to fucking dig it and buy everything. That's my advice to you. I really, really dig your music. I hope you stay together. Uh, you have to literally go work in Baltimore at a hospital room. Hey, like time is it anyway? Very soon. This is not a I, joke. I can make Working it. class yeah. band. I did not wear my scrubs. They're in the car. That's, and you have to load out. And I Listen, and, and because I respect you as a musician, I will not help you load out. Because it's as pretty a, much par for the course. I don't want to disrupt the things, that, the aura that you put into your drums. And I will definitely not help you out. That's just because you're young and I'm jealous and fuck you. So, thank you. You're a wonderful band. I love you guys very much. I love you guys very much. What the fuck is that? I love you too. The fuck? I like you very much. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks to the Wonderland Ballroom for letting me bring in this wonderful, wonderful band. Uh, and thanks to Allison Lane. If you would like to donate to the show in any way, buy her a tequila shot. Uh, did you have a tequila preference, Allison Lane? Exactly. The answer is the one that you buy me. Do not buy anything for D because D is racist and won't date a racist, which makes him a racist, everybody. Thanks for coming, everybody, and have a wonderful night. <laughs>